Coming right up, a special edition of Straight Talk, Long Beach Water. Our guest tonight, Chris Garner, General Manager of the Long Beach Water Department, and Frank Martinez, President of the Long Beach Board of Water Commissioners, as we continue our 24th anniversary year. Straight Talk is brought to you in part by the Port of Long Beach, a leader in international trade and environmental stewardship. And the Press-Telegram, your local news leader for over 100 years. And Scan Health Plan, for your health and independence. Join us for tonight's edition of Straight Talk. And now your host, Art Levine. Good evening and welcome to Straight Talk. This is the first show of our new year, and we're delighted to focus the entire show on Long Beach Water. Our first guest is Chris Garner, the general manager of Long Beach Water. Chris, welcome to our show. Thank you very much. And, of course, welcome to Long Beach Water. You uh, recently were selected by the uh, uh, Board of uh, Water Commissioners to be our, our general manager and congratulations on that. Thank you very much. Now, you've had a distinguished 30-year career with the city, and your family is uh, fifth-generation Long Beachites going yes. way back. Uh, but you were previously the head of uh, the oil and gas department, and now you're the head of the water department. Uh, what's the difference? Well, uh, when I was director of uh, gas and oil, it was a, the gas utility itself, the oil operations, including the offshore oil islands, and the surf trash to energy power plant. So the similarities are, I ran the gas utility for 30 years. And so the utility aspect between gas and water <coughs> are very similar, same customer base, pipelines, meters, and uh, rate, rate setting rates. Um, the difference is the industry itself. On the gas side, the commodity is much more, it's a traded commodity on the open marketplace. And on water, it's a, a whole different ballgame for me. So I'm learning the industry uh, from the standpoint of the different agencies in California. On the gas side, there's maybe five major players, including Long Beach in the state. On the water side, there's over 400. And so I'm learning that uh, landscape. But uh, your business background, and you're a graduate of Loyola and Loyola and got your master's there as well, uh, gives you uh, a background to see opportunities and efficiencies uh, in both fields. Yeah, I'm not an engineer, and I think that is uh, actually plays into uh, beneficial for the residents of Long Beach. Uh, I look at it as a, a lifelong Long Beach resident. I can look at it uh, from a layperson standpoint, and it's been very beneficial on the gas side, and I believe it will do the same on the water side. And we know that your predecessor, Kevin Wadier, who retired recently, uh, had helped with his staff build Long Beach Water into a, a very well-respected and well-regarded entity throughout the state and to some extent throughout the country. Absolutely. And so it was very easy for me to step in because it's absolutely a great utility that I walked into. And so my job is to just expand upon that and make it even a greater utility. Well, let's talk about the drought because it's almost front page news on a daily basis. Uh, you're coming in at a time when, when people are realizing how precious water is and uh, we're in the fourth year of a serious drought. Uh, uh, what, how does that affect uh, 
what you do and what your plans are for the future? Well, one thing is the one of the first things that we're looking at is obviously conservation, and we've done a great job in Long Beach. The residents of Long Beach, especially, um, have done a great job in conserving. Our target from the governor's office was 16% savings in Long Beach, and we've been able to uh, hit that target for the first five months of the program. Last month we were a little bit lower as we get, got into winter, but we expect to hit the target uh, by the end of February. Water, Long Beach is water is known throughout the state as a leader in water conservation. We and uh, Kevin, to his great credit, was preaching this long before the drought came, and uh, uh, it really is a challenge of education of of getting people to know that uh, that we need to save water not just in drought periods but in all periods. And so when uh, when the good periods come, we can by conserving, build up our reservoir and a reserve for the bad years. I think we're seeing that in the residents. They are understanding that it's a scarce resource. And so, um, as you said, Kevin and uh, as my predecessor had done a great job of preaching conservation for the last few years, well ahead of most of the rest of the state of California. And because of that, the target set by the state for Long Beach was only 16% savings versus other uh, agencies were up to 35%. And so uh, the benefit of conserving over the years has really come into play and uh, we're benefiting from that from the lower target. And some folks think that uh, the El Nino, which is, I guess it's already here, it's here. and it's coming, uh, uh, might be the solution to this drought problem, but it's not. It will certainly help. Um, the, the key is obviously a long-term uh, benefit of rain over the next probably three, four years to get us out of this drought. Um, what we're looking for is a combination of snow uh, pack up in the Sierras. That would be the most beneficial. And so you, it's not just rain in Southern California. The most beneficial target that we're looking for is the snow pack in the Sierras, and that would be the uh, biggest benefit. And the rain down here doesn't necessarily uh, create uh, a big advantage in the snowpack. Unfortunately, the way the state is situated, you have the bulk of the people in Southern California, but the bulk of the storage for water is in Northern California, and that's where the source of the water is. And so for Southern California to really benefit from El Nino, we need to see a huge benefit up in Northern California. Until I had the opportunity to become a member of the Board of Water Commissioners, I didn't fully realize the extent of the aqueducts and the incredible engineering where we move the water from where it is, as you just pointed out, up north to where it isn't down here in the desert area, mm -hmm. including LA. And then the other great goal of, of water management is to save it in the good years for use in the bad years. And, uh, but there's this whole complex system to do that. At Long Beach, we're a little bit better off than most cities. We have about 60% of our supply from groundwater locally, and so we're better off than most cities. Um, the other two main sources, as you mentioned, are Northern California and then obviously the Colorado River. And so we are impacted not only by our internal groundwater supplies in Long Beach, but also what happens in Northern California and in the Rocky Mountain area. And it's so a very complex system with moving parts, and a lot of folks have legitimate claims. And yes. We, well, in the next segment, we will meet the president of the Board of Water Commissioners. Stay with us.
At the Port of Long Beach, we're not only delivering jobs, smart ideas, and forward-thinking environmental initiatives. We're also delivering opportunity for all of Southern California. Oh, and a clearer horizon line. To learn more, go to polb.com, the Port of Long Beach, thinking outside the docks. Plus Tire, you'll find we carry Toyo Tires. For over 50 years, Toyo has been a world leader in the development of high-quality tires. Optimum performance, safety, and a comfortable ride. That's what makes Toyo Tires great. And now come into Performance Plus Tire for a great deal on these Toyo Tires. Proxies ST, Open Country AT, and Proxies 4. Toyo Tires, driven to perform. Come in today and we'll install new Toyo Tires on your vehicle while you wait. Performance Plus Tire on Cherry Avenue, one mile north of the 405 in Long Beach. Welcome back. We're joined now by Frank Martinez, who is the president of the Long Beach Board of Water Commissioners. Frank, welcome to our show. Thank you very much, Art. Always good to see you. Mr. Martinez is a program uh, in program management in design and construction in the built environment. And uh, we're very pleased to have you as the president of the board uh, of our commission. Uh, tell us a little bit, Frank, about the relationship between the board and the general manager and the staff in general. Sure, sure. Uh, this is uh, my second year of being on the board. I just started my uh, presidency in the fall and uh, have enjoyed it very much. Uh, it's been a pleasure having Chris, uh, having recently selected him. It was wonderful working with our prior general manager, Kevin Wattier, and uh, Kevin set a good tone that we've been able to carry on. And you know, what we're striving for with this administration is enhancing a collaborative environment throughout the Commission and the Commission working with the department and then with the city and other our other partners throughout the region as a fellow commissioner I know I participated as all of the board members did in the in the selection of the successor to Kevin what after he announced his retirement and we had a very robust uh, group of applicants mm -hmm. and uh, at the end of the day it was clear that, that Chris was uh, the choice that we wanted uh, but, but hiring uh, uh, a leader is probably the most important responsibility that a board has, whether it's in a for-profit or non-profit uh, organization. Yes, it is. And, and you know, it was a, a task that we took very seriously as a board. And I think that uh, we had a great facilitator. And working with the staff, I think we, we made an excellent choice. The process went very smoothly and uh, very impressed with how well it went. 
the caliber of candidates that we attracted from across the country were astounding and uh, very happy with our solution. Well, Long Beach, Long Beach does have a very fine reputation in the field, and so it was not surprising that we uh, got such a, a plethora of, of very good candidates. But you made a good choice. <laughs> <laughs> With a sense of humor, too. So, Frank, as president, where do you see uh, uh, Long Beach water going, and particularly steps being taken to address the drought? Sure, sure. Well, of course, obviously, you know, we've talked about it already here, but the drought is, first and foremost, job one. Yeah. In doing so and further in that, I think education is going to be key in continuing getting the message out. But taking that now to the elementary school level and in and, and building this partnership with Long Beach Unified Schools will be critical here. Uh, you know, fortunately, you know, Chris has a great relationship with uh, the school district and I think we'll be able to enhance that relationship and start you know, getting it down to the children and letting them bring the message home and that further enhances. Well, mommy, how come you're time. wasting water? Yes, exactly. That kind of thing. That's exactly right. Yeah, That's yeah. exactly right. Uh, Chris, so, so education and changing of habits is, is, is key to what we're doing. As President Martinez said, we have a relationship that we've just developed with the school district. And so we're going to uh, several fourth grade uh, level classes. Now we're going to expand it to fourth, fifth, and sixth grade. And we're trying to get to the uh, younger people so that they just grow up and understand that this is a scarce resource and they have to use it responsibly. Mm -hmm. And Mayor Garcia is a, a tireless advocate for things good about Long Beach, and he's been very kind in what he has to say about Long Beach water. Uh, but we also have good relationships with the aquarium and, uh, and with some, many of the council offices. Yes, absolutely. We, we have actually reached out to each council member uh, just in the last week and with the mayor and with Mayor Garcia, and they have uh, pledged to help the Long Beach Water Department with the getting the information out and the message out on conservation to all their constituents. Frank, we've got an enormous cooperation from the city, and as Chris mentioned earlier, we have met our targets almost every month uh, for reductions. Uh, but we do have the ability to fine uh, or even penalize uh, uh, water wasters, but our approach is to uh, to seek cooperation and not be hitting the hammer. That's correct, and, and I think you know I, I must again commend staff for getting the messaging out. You know, coming up with some creative ways and making it almost fun for the community. You know, letting your lawns go brown is not fun, but they recognize the imperative that we're working under, and I'm, I have to commend our constituents. Our constituents of the city have stepped up to the plate. You know, they've embraced the measures that we've, we've uh, put out there, and I think they're doing a wonderful job, and, and the results speak for themselves. And when citizens who are participating with the program uh, see water being wasted, uh, particularly if, if it's on a city property, and we've talked about this uh, at board meetings, uh, uh, sprinklers during rainy season and all, uh, we're taking steps to, uh, to seek to address that. Yes, just uh, by coincidence this morning I met with the uh, Acting Director of Parks and Recreation and we're going to uh, be meeting with them and their staff and talk about the new technologies that could be implemented that would make it, right now it takes about two, three, four days to turn off all the sprinkler heads in all the parks in Long Beach. Really? And oh so God. when we have a situation like we have this week where we have 
advanced notice of major rainstorms. We're looking at new technologies that will allow them from a computer in a central location to turn off and then restore irrigation as, uh, after the storm is gone. Frank, as being in the field of program management in design and construction, this is something that uh, is a, a tackleable problem, is it not? Absolutely, absolutely. And, uh, you know, working with the staff that we have here, they understand the task we have and are able to break it down adequately and get that message out, and, you know, and everybody collaborates well together. I think we've got a great staff and very excited to be able to continue to meet the challenges that are put before us. Well said. Well, Frank, thank you so much for joining us here on this special edition of Straight Talk, and thank you for your service to the community as president of the Board of Commissioners. Happy to do it, and thank you for having me on the program. Our pleasure. Okay, we'll be back with more of our show after these messages. How do you like your chances the rest of the week? I got no idea. But I do know that if we stay with Naples Rib Company, at least we won't go hungry. Coach, what do you think about some of those questionable calls tonight? Yeah, but if you want a sound call, I'd call Naples Rib Company. You can't miss on that call. Then Naples Rib Company is part of your game plan? There really is nothing more motivating than a great barbecue meal at Naples Rib Company. Victory or not, Naples Rib Company, great game plan. Founded in 1976, Polly's Gourmet Coffee is Southern California's most complete gourmet coffee store. Polly's has the best tasting coffee, freshly roasted every day right in the store. Plus a wide selection of teas, an in-house bakery, espresso bar, patio dining, and more. We also offer Wi-Fi, free internet access for all of our customers. Our nationwide clientele agree, when it comes to coffee, there's only one name to remember. Polly's, 4606 East 2nd Street, welcoming you into Belmont Shore. When I was a boy growing up in Italy, I had a dream to own my own store. I came to the United States and I worked hard as a tailor. Hi, I'm Umberto. I've been in Long Beach since 1960, carrying the finest quality men's clothing. It was a long way away, but styles are just around the corner. Umberto, 2141 Belfar, Long Beach. If your business phone rings and there's no one there to hear it, does it make you money? Afraid not. Stop losing opportunities with outdated service from AT&T. Switch to Spectrum Business and get over 30 advanced calling features free on as many phone lines as you need. Saving money and never missing a call? Has a nice ring to it. Get advanced phone. Only $29.99 a month when bundled with 60 meg internet. Call today. We're back continuing our discussion with Chris Garner, the general manager of Long Beach Water. Chris, uh, uh, desal is uh, coming more and more prominence as the drought continues. Uh, uh, they're building one down in Carls, or they built one down in Carlsbad. It's been a 15-year process, and as Long Beach is on the coast, that's one of the first questions that we get is, what are we do, uh, doing about desal? Are we considering that? Um, the world, the water world, is looking at the Carlsbad plant that uh, took 15 years to build. 
uh, $1 billion to uh, implement, and we're going to be taking a tour of that with the uh, Board of Water Commissioners in the near future. Take a look at that, see if there's any application in Long Beach that uh, might be applicable that we could take advantage of. This is the largest uh, desal facility in the Western Hemisphere, yes. right down in Carlsbad. And Long Beach had uh, an experimental desal program several years ago, uh, and one of the talented staff members actually was the co-inventor of it and had some of the patent rights jointly with the city. But and we ran it, it worked, but the problem was that the electricity costs were about three times the cost of buying water from the Met, so it didn't make economic sense and we kind of mothballed it. But as the drought continues and water prices go up, there may be a point where it becomes economically feasible for us to consider desal. With the emergency that we're facing in California right now, there's a lot of uh, uh, attention on the technology of desal and how we can, energy is such a major component of that cost. They're looking at ways to decrease the need for uh, energy uh, for desal. And once that technology evolves, uh, it may come more and more into play in, in the, along the coast of Southern California. And of course, there are some countries that simply don't have access to fresh water, uh, Israel, uh, Australia, and then they have to go desal. Correct. I mean, there's no choice. It's the only source of water that they have. They need water. Yes. Water is life. <laughs> That's right. Uh, rates, uh, uh, Long Beach rates are still among the lowest in the state. Yes, we've had a good history in, in Long Beach of s slowly building rates up. Uh, we just had an increase of 4% uh, in September, I believe. Um, and we project 4% increases, which are very, very low in the, in the scheme of things. Uh, and that is really more to uh, help us facilitate pipeline replacement. We still have a lot of cast iron pipe in our city and we have a 10-year program to phase that out completely. That's where the ma majority of our main breaks are on the cast iron pipe. And so these rate increases, very small, will help us keep that uh, program going. Other communities are faced with this dilemma. They're all being asked to cut back, and, and residents in most cities do that, and then rates go up. But if you think about it, if they cut back in the purchase of water, and the, the entity is in the business of selling water, they have to make up the lost revenue. Well, so, the good thing is when customers save and, and conserve water, what we avoid is the very expensive incremental cost of water. So our most expensive supply of water we avoid, and that savings uh, goes back to the customers. And as Chris mentioned earlier, Long Beach is lucky to be living over an aquifer where we draw 60% of our water, which is less costly than buying water from the Met and importing it. Much less. Yeah. Well, let's spend a moment talking about you. Okay. Your family has a circus background. <laughs> yes. Uh, on my mother's side, um, they, were, they came from uh, Italy, and they came to the United States, and they were in Trapeze Act in Ringling Brothers and Barnum Bailey Circus. And there was a famous name attached to them. The Flying Cadonas. The Flying Cadonas. Who would have thunk? <laughs> and you're fifth generation. Yes. 100 years in Long Beach. Boy, you were there with the American Indians. That's right. My, my family came here in about 1912 into Long Beach uh, from Nebraska. And then my mother's side came from Long Beach, uh, New York, which you might be oh, familiar with. That's a sister city. Yes. They had a, we adopted them. They had some water damage from yes. a big storm, maybe Sandy or a predecessor. Well, uh, what can I say? A circus. Uh, but you've chosen a career and you've had a distinguished career in civil service for the city of Long Beach. 
Why did you choose to go in that direction as opposed to private sector? Well, it was interesting. I was in the banking industry, and uh, I read just by coincidence a book, uh, the, autobiography, or the biography of Theodore Roosevelt. And that sort of encouraged me to start thinking about uh, working for the public agencies. And so I lived in Long Beach, and with the private industry, I was being transferred all over Southern California. And so I thought if I worked for the city of Long Beach, I could give back to the community, and I didn't have to worry about uh, being too far away from home. Nice. A lot of people don't know that Teddy Roosevelt, uh, the Rough Rider and all that, but he was responsible for creation of our, our, many of our national parks. He was a great environmentalist. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, uh, it's so satisfying to give back to the community, and if you can combine that with a, a decent-paying job and, and meeting some, it's not a bad way to spend your life. I, I've loved working for the city of Long Beach. It's been a great experience. I've, I've worked in many different uh, areas of the city. I've worked in public works. I've worked in oil. I've worked in gas, uh, street sweeping, uh, refuse collection, and so it's been a real eye-opener for me about the many services that we provide to the community. Now, there's an old saying, if you do what you love, you never work a day in your life. That's right. You seem to be kind of a happy camper. I, I, I love working for the city. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll be back with the rest of our show after these messages. Trainees mixes California style with continental cuisine that includes fresh seafood from around the world. Since Phil is the chef, the menu has a wide variety of pastas, salads, soups, and appetizers that feature his unique personal touch. And the Italian-American signature dishes are simply beyond delicious. You never know who you're going to run into at Trainees, from the famous sports legends on the Wall of Fame to local celebrities having a drink at the bar. For the best fine dining experience, visit Phil Trainees. At Performance Plus Tire, you'll find we carry Toyo tires. For over 50 years, Toyo has been a world leader in the development of high-quality tires. Optimum performance, safety, and a comfortable ride. That's what makes Toyo tires great. And now come into Performance Plus Tire for a great deal on these Toyo tires. Proxies ST, Open Country AT, and Proxies 4. Toyo tires, driven to perform. Come in today and we'll install new Toyo tires on your vehicle while you wait. Performance Plus Tire on Cherry Avenue, one mile north of the 405 in Long Beach. You've been planning this moment for a long time. It couldn't be a more perfect moment. And you have the perfect ring that will tell her, I want to love you forever. But nothing is perfect. Don't listen to that guy. He got the ring at McCarty's. McCarty's yes. makes a moment. I think we're very fortunate here in Long Beach to have a first-class water department like Long Beach Water, and we're very pleased with the leadership that we've had at the department. Kevin Whitehair, who just retired after 15 years, and uh, uh, Chris Garner, our, our new general manager, first-rate folks. And Chris, anything you'd like to, to say to the folks? Well, what I'd like to say is implore the residents of Long Beach to continue conserving water. Uh, we're facing El Nino. But that doesn't get us out of the drought, and we want you to continue. You've done a fantastic job so far. We appreciate that, but keep up the good work. Thanks, Chris, and congratulations again and as your selection thank as you. our new general manager. And thank you guys for joining us. Please be with us next week for the next edition of Straight Talk. Good night, everyone. 
Straight Talk has been brought to you by the Port of Long Beach, the Press-Telegram, and Scan Health Plan. And remember, Straight Talk is viewable 24-7 at straighttalktv.com. They said I couldn't dream. Called me a piece of trash and swore that's all I'd ever be. Said a bottle couldn't see the ocean. Give up. Go back to the dumpster. But I didn't listen. I made my way. And now, I am what I've always wanted to be. Okay, so we drowned the fire. Yep. Stirred it. Mm -hmm. Drowned it again. Mm -hmm. And now just feel if it's cold. Yeah. Smokey just gave me a bear hug. I know. I already posted it. <laughs>